The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host, Shauna Siegel. Hello, everybody. If you are listening to our live show, today is May 14th, and we've got an awesome show for you tonight. We are going to be talking about finances and taxes 101 for e-commerce site owners. With us tonight is Stephen Aldridge, and he is the CEO of Out. Right, which is actually, if you go to outright.com, you'll find it because it's a great site. You ought to check it out. Um, Stephen really loves small businesses. After grad school, he founded a web company to simplify the process for shopping for insurance. And then that business was acquired by Intuit, and he spent over a decade at Intuit building solutions to help small businesses get paid using the web to grow their businesses and run their stores more easily easily. So this guy really knows about e-commerce. He joined to, uh, outright in 2011 and he is a very busy man with children that he has to pick up very soon. So we're going to grab him for as long as we can. Stephen, thanks so much for being with us. Absolutely, Shauna. This is going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. So I went to Outright and I thought it was an absolutely very cool website. Can you give us a little bit more information about what is Outright? Absolutely. So we're an online service for small business. You can use us on the web. You can use us on your mobile phone. And we organize all of the small businesses' financial data literally in one place. We pull your revenue information in, your expense information in, so you don't have to key any of that data in. And when we talk to small businesses now, almost everybody is still using spreadsheets and manual methods like paper and pencil. And so we have the opportunity to take all that drudgery off of the small business owner's shoulders and yet still help you make good decisions. Mm, and that's wonderful too because tax time was just here. And yeah, I was like punching in numbers and it was horrible, horrible. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, horrible, horrible. We can help you with that. We can help you with that. We had, it turns out we had about uh, 200,000 small businesses that have been using the outright service. And we had, you know, almost half of them using the site in that month leading up to taxes to get themselves organized. So, you know, we, we saw people's pain and we helped put a, a little bit of a Band-Aid and some uh, Neosporin on it so that you know, they didn't have uh, the same experience that, unfortunately, you know, literally millions and millions of these small business owners have every year when they have to organize their stuff and they just haven't been able to keep on top of it throughout the rest of the year because, not surprisingly, you're trying to run your business. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and that's the thing is that, um, you know, you're trying to be everything all at once. You're trying to be the shipping person and the salesperson and the packaging and you got to go be the supply person. And then, oh, no, it's three o'clock and your kids come home. And now you also have to be a mom right. or a dad. 
<laughs> right, right. Yeah, the nights and weekends thing to actually stay on top of the records uh, winds up being one of the areas that, that we just see small business owners uh, prioritizing other things ahead of it, finding a new customer, sourcing a new product, updating the website, getting new merchandising out on eBay or Etsy or Amazon or other third-party sites. So you know, we're trying to make small businesses' owners' lives easier, and we've just gotten fantastic feedback from folks that, that we're doing a good job. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so why is it so critical for sellers to really track their income and expenses? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. There, there's what I think of as the, the motherhood and an apple pie reason, which is when you're a small business owner, the expectation is that you will be paying taxes if you're making money. And, and the government, uh, for those of you who were selling on PayPal this past year or using credit cards or finding out that uh, you're unfortunately going to have much more visibility on a form called a 1099K. The government's going to know your revenues. And so that's that's what we hear many people saying, which is, look, I have a government requirement and I need to file my taxes. But there's actually something that we think goes beyond that, which is you know, ultimately, if you don't know how you're doing, you can't get better. And so if we can help a small business owner figure out how much revenue they're generating, who their best customers are, what their best channels are, what their best selling products are, where they're selling their products, then you have an opportunity to potentially uh, sell the right stuff, sell more of the right stuff. And if you know where you're spending your money, you have an opportunity to reduce your expenses as well. So we think you know, folks come to us because they have to in one sense. They have to get those taxes completed. But over time, we see them staying because we can help them run their business to its maximum. Mm, very smart too. You know, it's really interesting. I, I did like an experimental store um, because it's been so long since I had an online store. So I thought, let's see what we can do using social media. Started sending out, you know, doing this quilting type stuff. And my husband says, "Do you know how much money that you're actually spending when you're shipping out a product?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's this much." And he goes, "No, Shauna, how much are you spending?" So he went and found out the price of. Every, you know, took down every piece of paper, every piece of, you know, mailing piece that was in it. I mean, he broke down every single cost and I went, wow. And, you know, and if you don't know everything that you're putting out there, it can be a real eye opener. It really can. And, you know, what's interesting about that is we've had folks who didn't realize that they were paying too much in taxes because they had their revenues that was in the grand scheme of things reasonably easy to understand, but they were missing lots of different expenses, whether it was PayPal fees or eBay fees. It was expenses that they had for traveling to go pick up materials to sell or traveling to a conference. So there were a bunch of different things that folks had just frankly forgotten throughout the year, and those start to add up. And, and since you pay taxes on the net income of a business, it's really important that you don't miss any of the expenses that you incurred for business. Absolutely. All right. So what are key reports that we really need to look at as site owners so that we know, uh, you know, this is important to look at when we're running our business? What, what are the important ones? Yeah. So, so I will assume that, that the site owners have a bunch of reports about the traffic that's coming to their site, where it's coming from, the types of visitors that they're bringing on board. So I'm going to focus on the finance side of things. And so when I think about that, I think about who is buying from you, through which channels are those things being bought, 
where are your products being sold? Are there particular states or particular countries where you are selling items? And then ultimately, you know, at the highest level, you know, are you making money? What's your revenue? What's your expense? And monitor that over time, not just, you know, did you make money this last month, but look at that trend. You know, do I have particular times of the year uh, around the holidays or around a particular uh, themed uh, sale that you have where you want to know, how did I do this year versus last year? As you're changing product assortment, is that helping or hurting my bottom line? So mm-hmm. uh, I started at the top level, revenue and expense. Am I making money? And then underneath that, you know, who's buying from me? What am I selling? Through which channels am I selling? And then over time, is my business doing better? So I think those are the key reports that I think about that are, are part of a habit that folks should be building so over time they can really uh, do the most to make their business successful. I agree with you completely. I, I've talked to store owners who run this special and they think they've done so great and they think they've done you know really great as far as profit goes and they got a lot of customers but then when they really figure out that bottom line of how much they made, it, it, it doesn't even compare and in some cases they've even lost money but they don't even know that they have until someone makes them look at it. Right, totally. That's scary. Totally. Right. That's scary. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so um, let's move on to some of the taxes, okay? Um, now, you just talked about the 1099, and I know that there's some people that are wondering, what, what did you mean about the 1099 and PayPal? What's the current state of the law? What's going on with that? Um, because, you know, although we think, you know, us, we hear about it right away, but some store owners um, are brand new to this and may not even know what you're talking about. So if we can cover that real quick. Yes, sure. So uh, the 1099-K form is an IRS form. It was brought into law, it turns out, back in 2008, but for calendar year, tax year 2011, that was the first time these forms were sent out. The government expected about 53 million of these forms to be sent out, and the forms are being sent to two types of businesses. Uh, Businesses that take credit cards, and businesses that sell through third-party marketplaces like eBay and Amazon. So what this 1099-K form has on it is gross revenue for the merchant. And if you sold on a third-party marketplace, again, Amazon or eBay, it required the, uh, the person who processed that payment. So if you're on eBay, it was PayPal. If you're selling on Amazon, for example, it was Amazon. To send one of these forms to the IRS and to the merchant specifying how much gross revenue, gross sales, this merchant did in the last year. And there's a minimum threshold of $20,000 in gross sales and 200 items for this third-party marketplace. So, so one of the keys here is the IRS now knows how much revenue, at a minimum, your online store generated if you trip that 20000 and 200 item number. So that's, that's an issue because you then, the store owner, have to think about well, what are all the expenses attached to those gross revenues? They didn't deduct any expenses. They didn't deduct any returns, any exchanges, any fraud, any personal uh, revenues that somehow got caught up in that particular PayPal account. So, so that's the 1099K for some folks. And then we saw other people who had a merchant account where they were processing credit cards outside of one of these marketplaces. And those folks also got another 1099K that showed their merchant processing revenue. So so it was a big headache for a bunch of e-commerce sellers this year. And 
our goal is to figure out how do we help those small sellers figure it out so that they don't have to spend a bunch of energy reconciling this form on their own. Yeah, yeah. I, I know a lot of um, just stay-at-home moms that were just trying to make a little bit of an extra living for their family, and man, yes. did they get burned by those. Well, oh. yeah. <laughs> totally. it, and you know, one of the things that, that people didn't expect is you know, I didn't realize I'd hit that $20,000 in sales because I didn't get that much money into my bank account. And right. the answer is, well, it's gross revenue and not net. And so that's one of the key things that we found to be really important is that you can track gross revenue, but then you have to make sure you take out all the expenses attached to it, the fees, the process, the transaction fees, shipping fees, et cetera. That stuff didn't wind up in your bank account, and those are expenses you should be deducting from that 1099K. Absolutely. And, you know, that's one thing that a lot of people, I think, don't realize is that there are all these other outside factors that are still involved. Don't just go ahead and pay taxes on all of that. You got to look at it first and you have to take into account all these other things. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. So let's get into taxes because we kind of went there. Um, Actually, you know what? Let's just take a real quick break because I know that this is a great question and it's going to take a little bit of time. So, guys, don't go anywhere. We're getting a lot of great information. I've even got a great question in the chat room we're going to talk about. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Warning! Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause Webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. 
WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Econ Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about, well, nobody's favorite subject. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. (laughs) Nobody likes talking about taxes, but we do have to do it. All right. So Stephen is here with us from Outright, and that is Outright.com. Pretty cool little site. You got to check it out. But can you give us an overview of taxes for e-commerce site owners? Absolutely. So uh, there are two, <clears throat> excuse me, two basic types of taxes to think about. Uh, one is income tax, and the other is sales tax. And so, uh, income tax is what you pay to both your state and your government. Many uh, the U.S. government, federal government, and the filing date you know, is once a year for most folks. And you can do quarterly estimated taxes. So at the highest level, you've got income tax. And again, most of the sellers we talk to are sole proprietors. So they're filing a Schedule C tax form along with their 1040 personal taxes. So that's on the income tax side. And then you've got sales tax. And on the sales tax side, that one gets a little more tricky. And there's a lot that we could talk about in this space. But sales tax, if you're an e-commerce seller selling to someone in your own state, so again, the key concept here is for the time being, if you're selling to someone in the state where you are located, where your business is located, then you owe sales tax to your state. And there are different rates for each state. But that's the key concept to think about is sales tax is owed when you sell to someone who's in your state where your business is located and income tax is owned by everybody Uh, to the federal government and, again, to your state government as well. Okay. And don't make a huge mistake that I did. I did, when I very first started, I was such a maroon. I started up this new store and under a new business name, and I didn't even start it right away, and I didn't send in that sales tax. And so the state guessed the amount I was selling and, (sighs) and, like, put out like 50,000 in taxes owed and all I had to do was put a dang zero and put a stamp on it. Don't make that mistake. You only make that mistake once. I do have to tell you that though. You just do it one time. (laughs) It's it's much better to be thinking about this proactively. And even if the number turns out to be zero or small, you you just don't want to deal with the headache later on of telling the tax folks, no, really, I didn't sell that much and backtracking the whole way. Yes, absolutely. It was the biggest, probably one of the biggest mistakes I ever made. And it was a nightmare to clean up. It is, you know, you can get it cleaned up, but it takes a long time. You have to explain. It just, just put zero on the form. Send the dang thing in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So one of the things, um, one of the questions that we have from our chat room from HM, who is an outright customer, and he is selling on eBay and Amazon, and he wants to know, does outright have a sales tax report for Amazon transactions? Oh, great question. Uh, We are pulling data in from Amazon at the moment uh, that should include sales taxes collected. And so if he goes into his expenses area and there's a drop-down that says filter, so there are these filters, and he can look at Amazon, and then he can filter by category, and we automatically collect sales tax. So if he does a filtering inside of the expense section of the of uh, outright literally just one click 
and he'll be able to see sales taxes collected from his Amazon account. And if that uh, isn't clear, then he should definitely send a note to our support team who can help him out. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So while we're talking about Outright, I want to get just, I know we've only got a couple more minutes together, so I want to kind of get a little bit more information. You know, why should site owners, especially for e-commerce, use this software, you know, for tracking income and for tracking expenses? Well, Tell the, me about the, the software. <laughs> absolutely. So, so uh, to start with, what we hear time and time again from small business owners is they just don't have enough time in the week to spend on their business between you know, trying to keep the family going, trying to actually find product, find customers, sell those products, and then get the product shipped, that they just don't have time to do everything they want. And so what we do is we save that small business owner time. We literally pull in all of that data into one place so you have what you need to know how your business is doing and to know that you're prepared for taxes. So we, we found literally people tell us we save them hours and hours a week on trying to stay on top of their business and we take that you know, and you can use that to then grow your business. So that's number one. Um, the second thing we find is that some folks who are really conscientious about tracking how their business is doing uh, wind up creating these very elaborate spreadsheets and they then translate one spreadsheet to another spreadsheet and they're constantly downloading data and reports and those things can get out of date. And when they get out of date, they don't really help you with decision making. So we hear that we help people be confident in the decisions they're making about their business, how they're doing, and we save them time. And so I think those are the two key things that, that get people to come try out Outright. And we have a free tier for Outright, so you can get up and running, you can use it. And in fact, the free tier is one that we're going to offer as, as long as I'm CEO, which will be a long time. And so we have a free tier, and then over time, you can decide if you want to move up to a paid tier or not. So, so I think there's low risk. You can try it out, and we think it will work for you. Well, how do they get started and set up the pro- set up the process? So you go to outright.com and mm-hmm. we ask you for a username and password. Mm-hmm. The username can be an email address, password is something that'll be secure for you, and then you tell us where do you sell? Most people start with one account, so they'll pick if they're an eBay seller, an Etsy seller, an Amazon seller, or their own website, they'll choose that as their primary revenue source. And then we'll immediately start bringing in their revenue data. And at that point, the small business owner starts to see how their business is doing. And we find people then add a bank account, a credit card account, so that you can both bring in revenue and expense. And then folks over time will add mileage. So it really winds up being the one source for information that automatically collects their information so they don't have to put all that hard work into it. And I bet that helps at the end of the year for tax time. Totally, totally. In fact, we have so many feed pieces of feedback. If you go to the Outright Facebook page, literally facebook.com slash Outright, there are a ton of customer feedback that says, literally, Outright saved my business, Outright saved my marriage, Outright helped me you know, stay on top of things and, and have never had an easier tax season. So if you go there and look in the customer story section, I literally read it every morning because we get you know dozens of people every week to tell us, how much we've made their business improve. So I I love hearing that from customers because that's what we really are here to do, help small businesses be successful. That is awesome. Now, I know that you need to take off right away so we can save your marriage and not get you in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you're late picking up the kids, people get mad. 
They do. Lots they do. My son would, would my my son's teacher, my son, my wife. So I appreciate your sensitivity <laughs> to that, and I know all you small business owners can can sympathize. Absolutely. Hey, that's why most of us started the business so we could be there for our kids. So you get going and have a wonderful day. And thank you so much for being with us today. I would love to have you back again very soon. Would would love to do that, Shauna. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. All right, guys. That was awesome interview. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So um, we're going to take another real quick break, and I want to go over some of the news that's been going on out there just for a little bit, just for a little bit, give you guys a couple of good links to read over the week, and don't go anywhere because I'll be right back. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. There were a couple of really great posts that I found early in the week last week. Um, Just some really great stuff that I thought I would share with you, and I thought you'd enjoy them. The first one, and actually the first part was last week. I apologize. I'm getting it to you a little bit late. But um, Facebook is has a whole list of webinars that are coming up, and they started one on February 9th. It was really, really great. Um, and actually, I believe you can still get 
um, the welcome webinar. You can get to it. I'm not sure if you can, but anyway. All right, so on May 23rd, they're doing a marketing classroom about how to build a Facebook page. And then on May 30th, they're doing engaging your fans with quality content. They're doing that with HubSpot. And then, um, then on the 7th, they're doing step two about connecting with new fans. And then June 27th, influence the friends of your fans. So you can get there by going to facebook.com forward slash marketing forward slash events. Really, really great stuff there. Now, the other interesting um, article that I came upon that I thought you guys might enjoy since you were talking about social media. Um, this one came from Marketing Land, and I absolutely love this one, too. Um, it was, for social success, post to Twitter and Facebook in early afternoon, Tumblr in evenings. And this was written by Danny Sullivan. Uh, if you do a search in Google about uh, social success, posts to Twitter and Facebook early, I'm sure you'll find it. But it goes into, you know, really great times that you should be using Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr. What's really interesting is that Twitter you should be using on a regular basis Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, whereas Facebook, um, especially during the midweek, you should be using about 1 to 3 Eastern Time, and the best time is Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern very, very interesting. Now, one of the things they also said is avoid posting on weekends. Avoid it. You're not going to get much from it. Great information that you can use. Now, is this going to fit every site, every person, everything? Absolutely not. It is not going to fit everybody, but it does give you a place to start testing. You can also look at your own Facebook analytics and decide off of there, when are people responding? When are people writing to us? When are people making comments? Are more are your customers people that, you know, are looky-loos during the day and then post at night? Or, you know, are they kind of looking at night because they're tired and posting while they're at work and they're trying to get a quick break? The only way to know know what's going to work for your business is to test, test, test. You guys know that I say that all the time, all the time. All right. So um, one other one that I really enjoyed, and then I'll leave you alone for the night because this is such great reading. This one actually came, of course, close to it, Search Engine Land. They always have the best stuff. I recommend getting on the daily list for Search Engine Land and Marketing Land. Great stuff. Anyway, all right, so this is talking about can, look up the article if you're listening, it's on Google, can there really be 85 types of unnatural links? Um, this really, I think, this article helped a lot of my um, coaching clients to understand what the heck is unnatural links? Because they really didn't understand that with the last update that Google had about, you know, um, looking at the link side and saying, okay, those are really spammy links. Or people are getting uh, messages in Google Webmaster Tools and it says, uh, we're seeing some spammy links. And they're not really understanding that. And even... Really, the, the first one has such a great example where it says um, you have a link to your Atlanta-based tanning salon from an Alaska-based halibut fishing site. Those two are not compatible. 
Um, why would you have a link to your tanning site in Alabama to an Alaska fishing site in Alaska? You know, those two things are not compatible. Obviously, you're just exchanging that link or getting or paying for that link just to manipulate the search engines. And as we talked about before, that's what they're trying to avoid. Anything that can be used to manipulate the search results, that's unnatural, that's spammy, they're getting rid of it. So really great, great information in that article. I really recommend that third one, especially if you've gotten into linking, you've gotten any messages, really make sure that you check that out. Well, I hope you enjoyed our show tonight and I'm going to be back next week. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be another fun week and we'll be here at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific and you don't want to miss out because you know we're going to have tons of fun. So we'll see you next week. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Bye-bye. 